Lucy is kind of on the edge of the chair, though, so they're a little, you know, cramped up. Um, really upgrading my life here. I feel like I'm on the fucking, just, I'm like Katie Beers. Well, I don't want to minimize Katie Beers. That's, that feels bad. But that was the story from our childhood, my childhood in Long Island, where a girl was uh, kidnapped from uh, an arcade. Well, she wasn't actually kid- Here's the thing. She didn't, didn't actually get to the arcade, but I was supposed to go to that arcade, Spaceplex, the same day, and I wasn't allowed to go because, oh, Katie Beers has been kidnapped, but it turns out her family friend or whatever, John Esposito, had just taken her into a uh, a little dungeon he made her behind his, like, house, and, uh, you know, I guess he abused her back there, and, uh, but I wasn't allowed to go, but they never actually went to Spaceplex, and I'm not sitting here whining, like, oh, blaming Katie Beers for or John Esposito even, because I couldn't go in the Gravitron. Because they had a fucking Gravitron inside. It was a good arcade. Um, sorry, didn't she, get to, she didn't get to go. Well, hopefully she got to go at some other point. Well, probably brought back memory. She probably wouldn't want to. What am I saying? I wouldn't be a good grief counselor. I would be like, you want to go to that place that you were you were supposed to be taken to? No, no, I don't want to go. Well, uh, uh, and I would just fart probably. I wouldn't be good at, like, you know, any kind of job that requires... I have empathy. I'm a really good feminist, but I'm not, like, uh, the most, like, hey, uh, we're going to make it all better. I'm just like, well, yeah, yeah, walk it off. I mean, I wouldn't say it to a victim, like, walk it off. But that's the vibe you get from me, I guess. I'm kind of a monster. Let's get to... I mean, that's why we have some new Patreon uh, patrons, some uh, art, some patrons of the arts. Want to, you know, bring them into the fold, thank them. Eric Frankel. Give it up for Eric Frankel. Keith Veronese. That's a good name. It's like an Italian name. And Ryan LaRocque. Or LaRocque. Which is like a French name. So I'm getting all these fucking different uh, types of names now. This is great. On top of that, we got Gary Barbera, Jason Duberville, Richard Hofstetter, Michael Ricardo, and Diane Cage. Give it up for every all those people. These are the people keeping the lights on in this closet. There actually is a light in the closet. That would be creepy if it wasn't. I was just sitting, like, you know, getting fed. Like, I had to put my shit through, like, a little uh, crack in the, in the door or something. Because it reminds me of, like, when Tyrion Lan- in, in the Game of Thrones was coming back today. I'm very excited about Game of Thrones. But it's coming back. And there's, there's a part where, like, I don't want to say who does it. But, like, a character has to put his shit. He's in a box. He has to put his shit through a hole in the box. And I feel like that. that like, I, I could deal with a lot of stuff. I, you know, you cut pieces of me off, you could, you know, feed me to a fucking, uh, some kind of, you know, lion or whatever, uh, burn me at the stake, but I, I don't want to, like, touch my own shit, that seems excessive, that seems, like, you know, my shit, I like to get rid of it, I'm not one of these guys who, like, looks, gets up and looks at his shit a lot of, I, mean, I do sometimes, and it's gross, I mean, I, I'm not a shit guy, I like the idea of, uh, I'm, like, I'm a piss guy, maybe, or, I'm not a piss guy, but I'm okay with piss. I can accept piss. You know, it's a, it's a liquid. It falls right off. But shit just gets everywhere. Like, if you, if you start smearing shit into, into your hair, for instance, how would you even know it was clean? These are things I think about. I just can't. So having to, sh- like, you know, cause you, 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 what are you wiping? How, how do you know you're, if you're in a box, you, you try and clean your ass? You play have just, like, a rash all the time. You know, why is the anus so sensitive? Why is shit so bad for the anus? I guess it's just, you're supposed to get rid of it because it can spread disease. But you'd think something that was used to pushing shit out all the time 
would be less sensitive to shit. You know, I can see if you get shit in your eye, and then you know, you know oh, your, your body reacts like, oh, this is something new. We 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 don't want this. This is disgusting. But the job of Uranus is to facilitate the removal of shit, to push shit through it. But if you leave a little shit on the outside of it, which you're apt to do, I think, especially in in the in the, in the natural state of the world, I don't think people are. I think cavemen were like just you know cleaning their assholes as well as we do. My point is, the anus should be used to it. The anus should be used to the shit. It's that's his job. His job is to push it through. So like you don't see your finger getting all like oh why is this fingernail on my fucking finger or why is this why is this crab ragoon on my tongue? You know it's there. It's not it's not great. Crab ragoon is kind of gross at the end of the day. But your fucking tongue isn't going. Oh, God, I'm itchy now. No, but, like, I leave a little bit of shit on my anus, and it fucking, it, it, you might as well have put a fucking rat cum disease into my asshole. It's one of the mysteries of the world. If I could ask God anything, I wouldn't ask him anything about, like, why did you do it? You know, what, what what's Jesus' birthday for real? Uh, what's your favorite color? No, no, I say, why is my asshole, which is designed to shit, this is like this supposed to be intelligent design. That's the idea, right? That God made everything work. Well, why is my anus, which is designed to be a shit device, that's designed to be, you know, the pump through which you I pump through rectum feces, and it's just like oh, you know, itchy, and God would just be like, I I love killing people. That's why. I mean, God's a killer. You know, God would probably just start fucking spitting on himself, just angry. God's an angry guy. He just fucking spits on himself all the time. We kill this guy. This guy's gay. This guy's, you know, fucking when he's not married. If God is real, he's just a fucking real, real jerk. Oh, this guy's fucking someone in the ass. Let's do. Let's send an angel and fucking smite him. But it never does. Like he's. That's the idea. God could do that. God could smite people who fuck in the ass if he really wanted to. But we insist on the fact that he sent some like that he left vague notes for us to do it, for us to make them feel bad. Silly. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, the Catholic Church. Yeah, apparently, Pope Benedict, he came out and he he made some uh, letter saying basically that, you know, uh, we're going to blame, he wants to blame this child fucking gangster ring that he presided over for like, you know, a while. Uh, how long did he stay in? Fucking five years? Six years? And he bounced? That's weird. I mean, it. There's some sketching. I mean, I've I've heard some angles that he was like trying to get these guys brought down more than John Paul was, and maybe more than Francis. But then again, he comes out with this shit where he's basically blaming this child rape factory that we call the Catholic Church on uh, on the sexual revolution. So apparently, if people were fucking, you know, still fucking not having casual sex, then the priests who weren't supposed to be having sex in the first place would not fuck children. Like, I could see if you said the priests were, like, who were, you know, if they were having sex with women, like, or, like, men, like, which is a big thing in some book where apparently a lot of the priests, especially in Rome, aren't celibate. But, you know, if you're blaming that on the sexual revolution, yeah, maybe. Uh, there might have something to do with it. It could have a bearing on it. But it's a straight, I mean, there's something wrong with the guys you're recruiting as priests. If they're going, like, hey, it's okay to have sex now. And their, their first response is to start, you know, Fucking kids. That's it's no good. 
but that was that's what this pope is about. So I don't know. Why are we still accepting the Catholic Church as like a legit organization? Like, you know, if I mean, we fucking bring down churches for tax evasion in this country, or do we? Yeah, we do bring we do bring down churches for claiming to be nonprofits and then you know doing some shady shit. You know, so why don't we do it with the fucking this child rape uh, video game brought to life? You know, that's what the that's what this is. It's almost as if like they get points for fucking these kids. Like someone, like they're, they're are they doing some kind of goddamn bingo game? But like, where, where the balls are actually like the kids' ball. I don't. I, I'm not trying to be you know make light of this, but that seems to be the only possible. Like, except for the fact, like I said, they're just rapists who are attracted to children. That makes more sense than the video game thing, I guess. I've debunked my own conspiracy, I guess, because, yeah, I mean, but that's just, why are they allowed to do it? Why, I mean, why are we, why, if you're such a good, oh, there's good priests out there, a lot of priests are good, so why aren't they doing shit about this? Seems like all they want to do is cover it up or do apologetics for the goddamn church. So I don't understand, I don't, I don't understand people who are still, like, you know, repping the Catholic Church, like, and, like, people are shitting on the current Pope because he's, like, Making he he's like he's too good nice to gay people or something or he's too he's not traditional enough and it's like how are you you're a bad person you're a bad person if you think that you're a bad person if you're focused on anything the Catholic Church does anything the Catholic Church does and you're not talking about them fucking kids because what they do you're just not like you can't complain that like you don't like the flavor of incense that's wafting to to your nose on Holy Thursday. While there's a kid who's come his, his priest coming his ass, and that smell is also wafting, but you're ignoring that smell. And that sounds crude. It's less crude than a kid being fucked. You gotta get your priorities straight. You can't worry about the vestments or if the priest, you know, thinks gay marriage is fine. He, no, no, no one's sitting there going, these guys are great, and you should all be gay. No one's doing that. At the very least, they're going, maybe we shouldn't be so shitty to people. Maybe we should, as Jesus said, you know, if you those about sin, cast the first stone. Yeah, but what's weird about that story is that you know, these guys are very arrogant. You know, like I mean, I'm not saying like, you know, there'd be a bunch of guys that are going, like, I'm, 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 I'm fucking great. I, you prove, prove I did anything. People are narcissistic. People are fucking self indulgent. There would have been at least one guy trying to throw a stone at that hooker. And he, Jesus would have to be like, yeah, whoa, 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 yeah, like Gary, what are you doing, Gary? And he'd be like, oh, you know, I just, uh, I didn't, I, I live a pretty clean life. And he's like, I see you, you know, ch- jerking off onto the bread before everyone eats it every every Sunday, Sunday dinner. And he goes, oh, you, you know about that? Like, yeah, I'm fucking the son of God. I see you jerking off on the bread. And Gary's like, all right, fair enough. But otherwise, if you didn't call him out, like Gary thinks he got away with that. Gary thinks no one saw him jerking off on their weird, not weird, but the whatever flat bread they have there. It's not weird. It's, it's different bread. I shouldn't be judging the cult, the ancient culture that uses unleavened bread. But Gary was shitting, you know, was coming on it. He was spreading his cum onto it just because he got off on it. Gary's a weird guy. And Gary's also a judgmental guy, and he wants to cave in some hooker's head with a rock. And, uh, and he thinks no one knew about it, but Jesus knew because he's a superhero. That could be, that'd be, why don't we do, this is the era of superhero films, why don't we make a superhero Jesus film? Maybe I'll start a Kickstarter. If I can get $300,000 raised in the Kickstarter, which is unlikely, based on my performance of uh, 
fundraising. But, you know, we can do it. We can make a superhero Jesus film where Jesus basically calls out people. It's like he'll carry a rock and go, hey, and a hooker. He'll carry a rock and a hooker. Hooker, 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 hooker. You don't want to confuse it with hooker. Yeah, cause that's a, a pot smoking device. He'll carry this hooker around with him and he'll fucking, uh, on a rock and he want to cage this hooker's head in. And someone will go, yeah. And then he'll go, yeah, as long as you don't, you don't sin. And then he'll just, like, tell you what your sin is. So it's kind of a limited film. Um, he can also turn different things into wine. He can turn, like, rocks into wine, uh, children into wine. Um, not water. He already, he already did the water. And it's just not going to be that impressive. Because people are just going to think he's coloring the water with some kind of food coloring or something. You need something like, oh, he turned this you know little person into wine. Or he turned uh, my iPhone 6 into wine. This is great. This guy's got the moves. This guy's like the flash dance man. We love him. So, superhero movie. You know, maybe he gets a cape. He's already just walking around with sandals and shit. I mean, why not give him a cape? Why not give him a fucking, like a, like a straw cape? Keep it low-key. Maybe he's fucking, you know, maybe, maybe Danny fights the devil in some kind of weird, you know, because yes, we need these superhero movies. They need the big fight, the punching scenes, him and the devil just like grappling and just fucking biting each other. I think Jesus should be a biter. Why wouldn't Jesus be a biter? I mean, that's the, you have this guy, you know, his heart is pure. So why? Like, that's the problem with like movies. You can't let the protagonists do things that are like too aggressive and too, uh, whatever, because, you know, people have to be on their side. But he's Jesus. You're going to stay on his side. So why don't we use that to our advantage? Maybe he's more vicious and more brutal. Maybe he, like, carries an oven around and, like, throws people. Well, no, that's uh, that's, that's that's probably offensive, the oven thing. Uh, maybe he carries around, uh, you know, what a bonfire and, like, just burns people. Like, if you burn people at a stake, usually the bad guy in the movie. But Jesus could do that and be the good guy. Jesus could be the fucking... Like, he can get away with a lot of shit. And people just go, well, it's Jesus. I mean, that being said, I guess, you know, people were burned at the stake in the name of Jesus. Uh, so, in some way or another. What am I on about? Oh, you superhero Jesus. Plus, yeah, Mary Magdalene. She'll be, like, the lowest, lowest lane. People, was he fucking Mary Magdalene? I don't know. I mean, the whole Last Temptation of Christ or whatever is based on him getting off the cross and then, you know, fucking St. Paul comes up to him later and, like, I made this all up. You know, it didn't matter. And, you know, he's fucking Mary Magdalene having kids. And it's just great. I mean, people would try to take issue. Stop saying Jesus fucked Mary Magdalene. Fine. He, he had, you know, he had kids with her magically. You know, I don't, I don't understand. Big week, Julian Assange was arrested uh, in London because the Ecuadorian embassy kicked him out because in Ecuador, that guy's trying to get away with some shit. The guy who runs Ecuador, you know, I mean, he was probably, no one who runs anything is a good guy. And this guy was, I think, had some corruption scandals. I'm not sure about what, probably jerking off onto the bread, just like our friend Gary. Not our friend patron Gary, just to be clear, Gary Barbera's a good guy, but, uh, you know, this this guy I made up before. And, um, yeah, so. But, yeah, so, you know, the Ecuadorian embassy uh, kicked him out because, 
they wanted to take the heat. They wanted to take the heat off of uh, their problems in Ecuador, which is understandable, I guess. Um, you know, why why they let him in in the first place? I'm not sure what Ecuador got out of this. Um, I guess Ecuador just likes movie hackers. Probably the guy who runs it, probably. Just, or like War Games, even, which is an underrated movie about hacking. Um, and Or maybe he just wanted to take a dig at the United States. I guess, you know, it's possible the Ecuadorian guy was just like, you know, fuck you, America. This guy is releasing shit and embarrasses you. I'm on board. I wanted to, a big fuck you to America. Um, which is probably not a good idea practically, but I'm, you know, I'm for it. Uh, but, you know, we probably would uh, go after him for that. They probably tried to negotiate. Maybe, maybe, maybe he was trying to get some missiles or something. This is something you got to think about when this stuff happens. Maybe he's trying to negotiate with America. Like, hey, we got this guy. I'll eject him if you fucking give me, uh, you know, some of these fucking anti anti cruise cruise missiles or anti some Predator drones, a few dozen Big Macs. You know, throws in the sweetness deal. And um, I'm surprised. If that's the case, I'm surprised America didn't kind of go along with it. Maybe he was asking for too much. Maybe too many Big Macs. And like, look, this is unreasonable. You know, fuck you. But uh, whatever. At the end of the day, he's getting kicked out after I think it was six years, seven years, nine years, maybe. I don't know. No, twenty twelve. So seven years. And it's a weird, sketchy thing. I mean, I hear some people. Some people are just morons. I mean, there's no way around it. Like, in, in this case, people on the left, are just fucking idiots, imbeciles, children. Uh, who are just going, oh, great, I hope they, uh, they lock him away for the rest of his life. And, like, if you were really that against espionage or whatever they're charging, or not or hacking uh, or leaking, you know, that'd be one thing. It'd be, still be kind of weird, but it'd be like, all right, I guess, dude. But, the, you know, the people are still mad at this guy because of the fucking the election, the 2018 election. Was it 20, no, the 2016? The 2016 election. So mad at him for, uh, you know, the tank. People are so mad at him for the 2016 election because he uh, had an involvement. I mean, I'm not sure how much he was knowingly involved. Uh, basically, these hackers hacked into the DNC and got these documents, which were legitimate documents, by the way, that made the DNC look bad. I mean, uh, part of it was, uh, a big part of it was, Hillary, basically, and her team were DNC on Hillary's behalf, uh, kind of relegating Bernie Sanders to be a second-class uh, candidate. Uh, post, you know, basically, who knows if he would have won or not won? That's the thing. These things don't mean that like Bernie would have won. Uh, it's all, people often cheat when they're ahead. That's just like a reality. So like, you have to get away from the idea that like this person absolutely caused. You still hold them accountable, but this person absolutely caused it. The kind of people who win are the kind of people who cheat often. So, like, you know, you do it as an insurance policy, or you do it just to make sure. You know, no one's no one's like weighing the scales and going like, oh, well, let's see, how far behind? Maybe we'll cheat. No, you cheat either way, and then you know you're not worried about like, is it fair or not? That ship sailed. So, but you know these these documents, you know these real documents got released, um, not released, but given to WikiLeaks. And then WikiLeaks uh, released them, and uh, it made Hillary look bad. It's not really the reason she looked... Well, I guess part... I mean, they have something to do with the... Um, why they re-indicted... I mean, it's really the FBI's fault for, like, opening up the case again about this... Uh, based on the evidence from uh, 
I think it had more to do with fucking what they found on what's his name's laptop, Wiener's laptop, right? Which I'm not sure how they can do with WikiLeaks. So we're blaming Assange. I don't even know if Assange really. I mean, it's wrapped up in there. It's wrapped up in this whole collusion scandal. Uh, and, you know, was WikiLeaks complicit? Uh, at the very least, unknowingly, sure. But, you know, like, if you if you know anything about how WikiLeaks works, and maybe it's fault, maybe, and this is, I'm getting it wrong, but, you know, it's supposed to work where, like, the, the idea of it is that they don't know who's sending them this shit. They're, like, basically a document dump for if you want to leak shit. And, like, you know, not even WikiLeaks. I'm sure Assange could know. Uh, if he's any halfway decent hacker, you know, whatever. But I'm saying that the idea is to be an anonymous system, so that, you know it's, he doesn't have to even like have be responsible for who's giving him stuff. And uh, but people are still like blaming him for Trump, and it's like, look, you got you. It's just childish. It's just fucking. You're not even thinking about the facts. You're, you're just knee jerk angry. I mean, the reality is Hillary was a terrible person. A terrible candidate. Was she better than Trump? Sure. But, you know, these documents, you know, reflected real shit. Um, they might have gotten hacked on behalf of the Russians. But you also, like, these people, you, your children, in the sense of the way you're reacting to the idea that there was an election meddling. I mean, you, you, in this country, America, has done more of that than anyone combined. And we're going to start, like, why, yeah, of course, we, we should have measures to stop it. And we shouldn't accept it. We're not, you know, we're not punks. But, you know, at the end of the day, the level of indignity, our democracy has been count. Fuck you. I mean, how many fucking elections have we overthrown if we don't get the results we like? And that's not even count. We're counting coups and we're counting fucking, you know, overthrows and fucking military and like CIA operations. How many did we just fucking sway the election effectively and not need to overthrow the government. Countless, countless goddamn things. I mean, there was some coup in uh, fuck, um, Sudan. Uh, this, you know, uh, leader who was uh, fundamentally unpopular in the West um, for being an authoritarian or whatever, which is laughable because we love authoritarians in, this, in the West, uh, as long as it's not in our country. But that's the kind of guy... We tend to like. We probably screw, you know, piss someone off and fuck some investment up, and uh, yeah. So now he's uh, been overthrown by the military in a coup, and uh, yeah, no one's saying he's a CIA op, but no one ever would. That's the way. I mean, everything looks like a coup from the outside, but yeah. And look, they, they could be a coup independent of us. It could be a coup with someone else giving them military insur- assurances, but. Uh, you know, the military often wants assurances. I mean, the way you do a coup is you, the way you overthrow a fucking, you know, we overthrow most dig. You, know, you create violence in the streets. I think the violence in this case, I heard, was uh, done by the, some kind of labor, basically union, um, labor union that was uh, agitating in the streets, which is perfectly... Uh, plausible to be authentic but it's also something that could be just co-opted much like you know agitation in the streets was done in iran with the fucking circus strongmen and other people these circ you know people in the circus um but you create unrest and then you get some general you buy some generals off or you give them assurances that they'll be in charge and then they fucking you know, they take power and that's how it works and so was the sudan military coup i can't know for sure but i mean yeah i, I tend to assume it probably was I mean, thing, what what effect do I have on it? I'm not some guy who's like doing business in Sudan. Like I stopped doing business. You know, if you are, yeah, you don't necessarily take these steps. But like, 
you know, you should be in general skeptical of the news and the world and go, look, I don't have to make a decision, so I can comfortably sit and go, this is probably a coup. Are we going to like bet the house on it? I don't know. But, you know, this is – always assume that everything's a lie, that people are – you know, nothing's happening by accident. There's some force behind most things. Some, some things are sporadic, but usually there's a force, an economic force behind uh, an action. Maybe the Sudan, they weren't paying their bonds, and their, and their bondholders fucking uh, finance the coup. I mean, I think that's maybe more like they went to a government, and the, on behalf of the government, the government trumped up some charges, and then they did a coup. Who knows? But, I mean, a lot of times there are situations where, like, you know, financial interests dictate what happens uh, militarily. I mean, on a very simple level, Guatemala. Uh you know, when was it the Arbenz government, I believe, in Guatemala came, uh, came to power, and then uh, it was like a so like, was it even socialist? It probably was. They wanted to nationalize the banana field, so I guess it's somewhat socialist. Uh, regardless, uh, it wasn't really the socialism per se. It's more like, hey, United Fruit, this foreign country who really shouldn't probably have a foothold in Guatemala you know, industrially, but you know, or ag- industrial agriculturally. But they did, and uh, Guatemala was like, "Hey, you probably f- you kind of fucking us over. Maybe you get out." And they're like, "No," and they're like, "All right, we're just gonna nationalize these banana fields and uh, banana farms, whatever they are. I, I guess trees, right? So banana orchards. Who knows?" But uh, so the uh, head of United Fruit went to the fucking uh, was it before the CIA even existed? No, I think the CIA was there. They went to the, uh, probably Eisenhower, and it was like, "Hey, can we do something about this?" And we fucking overthrew the Arbenz government. That's what we do. Uh, I mean, there's probably some, you know, a few steps in between there, but that's the broad strokes of it. So, you know, financial elements definitely dictate a lot more than people let on. So, is Sudan a, a CIA op or a different intelligence agency's op? Probably. Why? Well, you know, at the very least, you know, these generals want to know. Hey, if we do this. It might, it might be their idea, but they still want to know. Hey, if we do this, are you gonna fuck with us? You gonna come in? You gonna give a shit? Because um, I don't know. When's the last time we we stepped in with a coup? I feel like we do this sometimes. Cause they probably want assurances. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. So Assange. I mean, the idea that you'd be—is he a hero? Look, here here's the thing. If he didn't rape those people in Sweden, then he's probably a decent guy. No one who does anything like this is a great guy. He's ambitious and he's probably narcissistic. And he's, a, he's, he's, I'm sure he's a fucking, especially after spending these years in the embassy, he's probably just this very, like, put on, uh, megalomaniac, maniacal kind of fucking, just a self absorbed cunt. You know, in, as far as a personal interaction, he's probably not the best guy. Uh, and I could be wrong about that. But these people, look, no one accomplishes a big things without being kind of a, a, a big scumbag narcissist. Uh, in a lot of ways. I mean, that's why when you meet someone, they are down to earth. It's like, oh, this guy's down to earth. That wouldn't be a thing if it wasn't the case that most people who achieve anything aren't down to earth. The fact that someone is, is like, oh my God, it's a unicorn. Because this guy is a person, even though he's accomplished something. And that's just not usually what happens. So, you know, Assange is probably not the best guy. But at the end of the day, I mean, here's the thing. So he dumps these documents. Um... I think the first big one was Chelsea Manning, I think. I could be, you know, I don't know the whole history of WikiLeaks. But there was a big thing back in, I think, 2010 
Uh, it was called, I mean, it was nicknamed, at least, uh, Collateral Murder. Or they, maybe it was the name of the video. Like they named the video Collateral Murder when it got leaked. And it was Chelsea Manning had, uh, you know, at the, t- at the time, I guess, it was Bradley Manning. And uh, gotten, was it, I don't know, some kind of military, army, computer person, I think. I'm not sure uh, exactly what, like, their job was. I remember watching some little mini-doc. I think they were just kind of a tech person. And they got some, they got, you know, some for this footage and some other stuff. And the footage, this footage was basically a convoy of people uh, getting attacked who ended up being civilians. And look, it's the kind of thing where it's not the fact that people get killed, civilians get killed. I mean, it is a, pr- a huge problem. But people go, you're, some people argue that you're equating war crimes with, like, you know, collateral damage. But it's like, if you don't take any reasonable steps not to kill civilians in a war that takes place in the streets of, a, like a, a, you know, it's not some fucking, this is not Napoleonic days when you're, when you're setting up in a field and you're firing muskets at each other or, you know, the medieval, you know, some knights were fucking battling it. You know, back in the medieval ages, medieval times, people didn't care that much about the country and who, who, who won the war, who won the battle. Like, you know, the peasants, They'll just get shifted over because they're not getting killed. They're not getting murdered. Uh, you know, either way, because there's knights dying on either side, soldiers dying on either side, but they're not like fighting in the streets of the town. But you know, that's what we do now. We have total war, and you know, and civilians getting killed, and we're acting like, oh, it's just collateral damage. And it's like, no, like we didn't do. You have to take reasonable steps, especially in a war. That didn't have to happen. A war that was waged in the silly. Uh, just kind of post-truth world we live in. Just this fucking, you know, we all kind. Of, I feel like we all kind of knew it was bullshit. I mean, it was. It, did we know it was bullshit, or do we at least knew it was suspect? I mean, he's sitting there going. I mean, that's the reality. We're sitting there going like, ah, this doesn't seem right. But I mean, they wouldn't go this hard if their war- weapons weren't there. They have to know, I guess, because why else would they be going this fucking? I mean, they're gonna look like fucking idiots if these weapons aren't there. It's going to happen. Like, they're going to have a couple of months to look for their weapons, and they must have... That was where I was sitting. Like, they, they must have it, I guess. It was still... And, like, you know, after a few months, keep going, where, where are these weapons? And then, eventually, I'm like, they better fucking plant these weapons. The CIA better plant some weapons. And no one even bothered to plant weapons. That's the thing. No one even bothered to be, like... I mean, they argue some shit about how, like, he had the capacity to get to get this, you know, these WMDs back and going... But they don't even really show that. They show a few. Did they even find the trailers? It, it, it was a big bust. We all know it. We all know the Iraq War was a big fraud. I don't got to make that case. But then, given that we know it's a fraud, and it's like, and like so you're, you're killing civilians willy nilly. I mean, this is the kind of shit he released. This is uh this is what WikiLeaks released. It's not you know, that's. <sighs> Do we need to know like that specific instance? Probably. I mean, I, I, I kind of was, when I heard about this, I'm like, all right, well, it's, it doesn't seem like that big a deal because I kind of assumed we were doing this anyway. But I'm the more, I'm a more cynical guy. I'm, I'm assuming we're killing civilians on purpose. Uh, so I'm not the guy to ask. But you know, there is a lot of times when you need proof in this world. People want proof; they need it. Um. So Julian Assange provided that. And Brad and, and uh, Chelsea Manning too, and, and she, she's a hero. Uh, I consider her a hero. People call her a traitor. I call her a hero. She's in you know jail for how many years? Uh, six or seven years, I think, or a bunch. Um, 
And for a couple of years, they wouldn't even let... Because she was going through her transition. Uh, transition to a, to a woman, or um, proper terminology, whatever. You know I love her. I love Chelsea Manning. But, uh, you know, they were, keep, they were forced to be naked in, in isolation. Just, it's just a, and this is under Obama, who was like the most humane president you would think, you would think at least. I mean, he did do a lot of predator drone strikes and fucking, um, you know, just blowing up Pakistani weddings. And he's doing this to whistleblowers. Like, look, he's not a great guy. I mean, he definitely look. He's a great speaker. I think fundamentally, if I had to guess, I'd say he's a decent. You know, people who are like that, who are real scumbags, don't have the level of discourse that he would have on on subjects. Which is, you know, I, I think he's had a fundamentally decent heart compared to most people in, in power. And that all to the fact that this stuff still happened under him, it's just in the, uh, a showcase of how there really isn't much, you know, it's a system, a systemic thing. And is even the people with the best intentions, um, let's think, people with the best intentions don't get in there. People with decent intentions, reasonably better intentions get in there, perhaps. But people with the best intentions don't even get close to the White House. That's the sad thing. You know, Obama had probably reasonably better intentions than a lot of the other people. And, look, I think he did a decent job as as far as, like, actualizing those intentions. I mean, I'm not saying he was a great president, but, I mean, the point is he was an okay guy. I mean, we're not going to get here and, and negotiate Obama's presidency, but I'm not saying he was a great president. Most of these guys are pieces of shit. I mean, if I can, Bush's father, uh, was, you know, probably had Ken, helped kill Kennedy. And he did a lot of terrible stuff. I mean, Bush fucking launched a war based on this bullshit evidence. So, yeah, Obama's better than that. If you can't see that, you're kind of crazy. That's why even with Trump, Trump's terrible. He's just a maniac. But, you know, you still have to go, well, he didn't invade a country and kill hundreds of thousands, if not close to a million people uh, in the process. So it's like, you know, even though he's he, he's pushing the, the limits of democracy and our republic and, you know, he's dangerous, in my opinion, uh... You know, is he worse than Bush? I, it's hard to say he's worse. Than, you know, this time will tell. But you know, um, he's definitely. If you're an immigrant, he's definitely worse. If you're, you know, a South American immigrant or Mexican immigrant, whatever, Central American, I'm sure you hate him more than you hate because Bush wasn't that hard on these people. I don't believe. Um, so I guess you know, pick your poison. But um, but. Bush killed a ton of people, and we can't forget that. Even though he's a painter now, he paints himself in the shower, and that's sexy, and it turns me on. I like seeing him, you know, make these paintings about himself, just getting naked and wet. You know, that's that doesn't absolve you from launching wars based on false evidence. It just doesn't. I wish it did. Uh, I like to paint myself. I'd like to think that I can atone for my sins through paint. You know, but I can't. I can't do it. Uh, it's just not appropriate. Speaking of, uh, cause, yeah, so, oh, no, Assange. So Assange, um, the, the thing you got to remember is that these, these charges come up after that, or at some point after that, that he uh, raped some girl in Sweden, he had a warrant out in Sweden, and uh, it seems at the time very much like this is just um, bullshit. Like, the timing is just so, it really, it, I mean, the timing couldn't be more laughable. But that being said, it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Uh, and if the Me Too movement has taught us anything, it's, you know, the because well, you know, they didn't they didn't enforce it until until uh, they had a reason to. Yeah, but you know, there's no there's, there's no uh, 
it's no surprise anymore that you know women uh, when they report something it doesn't get you know enforced or you know the, the police don't necessarily act on it. It's uh, not usually a priority for police. I'm sure. I mean, you would hope it's better in Sweden. Is it Sweden? If it's not Sweden, I apologize, but I think it's Sweden. Um, but you know, women sexual assault doesn't get acted on a lot by the police. It's a hard thing to prove, I guess, but they could do a lot more. Um, but either way, this charge was looming over his head. That's why he went to the embassy in the first place, I believe. And, um, so it's not clear he didn't do it. He didn't rape this woman. Uh, and so if that's the, if, and if that's the reason you were like, I hope he spends his, you know, rest of his life in jail. Sure. That's re- that's a reasonable statement to make if you believe he did it. Um, I don't think it's why. I think it's just because of the whole Trump thing and you people are children if you're saying that. Um... It's a complicated figure. I mean, but, you know, someone should be leaking this shit. I mean, the, the diplomatic cables are also a big thing with WikiLeaks. And, you know, yeah, it fucked up foreign policy to a certain extent because it showed how scummy we were being behind people's, behind people's backs and uh, it embarrassed people. And it really shows you, you know, at the end of the day, you embarrass these people in power and they'll go after you. There's no, there is no fucking code, no ethics, no, like, great... Uh, you know, uh, some guiding principle for these people. They're just scummy, power-hungry people, and you made them look dumb. Oh, and he, and he affected uh, this diplomatic thing. Fuck you. He fucking probably affected, you know, some fucking bridge you wanted to build just to get some grease money, get greased. I don't know. But, um, yeah, he, look, these people, again, like, like you don't necessarily need to know these people, you know, to see the cables to know they're being scumbags, but some people do. People in this country need to have, like, a smoking gun a lot of the times. And I don't necessarily get it, but, you know, it helps. You know, we didn't, you needed the NSA was looking at people and spying on people, but people didn't really take notice until, you know, the New York Times did an article uncovering, you know, the evidence. So you need the evidence, and I tend to assume, uh, without knowing the full facts, and maybe that makes me, a, you know, a little more conspiratorial, I guess. It's just me assuming, ba- you know, based on, it's an informed guess, but whatever, I'm the asshole. Sure. But you people need evidence. Which brings also this black hole thing which came out this week, which, again, it's an impressive thing. They have a, a photograph now of a black hole, um, the event horizon of a black hole. Which, if you don't know what a black hole is, it's just basically a collapsed star, I believe, and um, it's, it, it because of the nature of how it collapses, it starts, you know, it becomes so dense. I think it's a neutron star that collapses. And because the neutron star is so dense to begin with, that it's so dense that the gravitational pull it exerts um, absorbs is so strong that not even light, like photons, can escape from its pull. Um, which is, you know, I, I'm pretty sure Einstein, you know, pr- showed... And demonstrated what you know where these things come from, you know, almost a century ago. And Stephen Hawking, you know, did a lot with it too. Maybe Einstein didn't do anything with it, but Hawking definitely did. I'm pretty sure Einstein talked about it. Point is, we knew what black holes were. We've had situations where we kind of—I remember—I'm not, I'm not some fucking astronomy buff. I used to sell telescopes, but that's about the extent of it. And people would come in with their dumb kids, you know. I want them to look at fucking cool stuff like the Hubble telescope, and I say, "Hey, this is for looking at the moon or some topless neighbor." But you know, you, you can't fucking even these ones you spend five grand on. You're not getting anything compared to the Hubble. So just go buy them a book. I've had some nice books over the years of astronomy books that I lost in my uh, 
in the storage unit that I didn't pay for, but whatever, that's that's a separate issue. But uh, just go look at the Hubble pictures. Why, you know, you stand out there in a field and stare at some fucking in the sky. If you're really some guy who appreciates math and tracking shit, go ahead. But that's what this shit is. And that's kind of my point that I'm getting at, is that, you know, we knew. We knew based on, like, you know, seeing other stuff happen, based on, like, oh, like the gravity. Like, well, this, the track of tracking this star, this comet or, or asteroid, oh, the pull. We, we don't, you can't see a black hole usually, but, you know, you know, because it's just seeing a gravity there. That's what it must be. But, uh, and people, and I think scientists were generally fine with that. But they finally, someone finally got a way to take a picture of it. I'm not even sure how it works. I should probably watch one of these tutorials. But like you know, but the point is, Twitter blows up and people are freaking out. And this is great, and people at work are showing to me, and it's like this is great. Look, now we finally have proof. And like, why do you need proof? Well, you had basically proof. You knew it was there. People just need the picture. And we got into this conversation, and they started going, "Well, everyone's got their different perspective." And I'm like, "What? What? What, what, are, you, what are you saying to me?" And like they're like, "You know, not because like I'm like we basically know." And like, "Well, no, but reality is, is subjective." And like oh, you, you know, I have a different. I bring different things to the table. And like you know, uh, this person started, at work started telling me about how like they were Polish and they they have different, you know, experiences, and therefore they view reality differently. Like, yeah, th- th- that's the point of science, though. I- and I'm trying to tell these people, they're not getting it. Something happened to these young people. Cause they're otherwise, like, I guess intelligent people. I mean, frankly, they seem like morons. I mean, honestly, most of the people I see who have jobs that aren't, like, menial jobs are no smarter than people who do have menial jobs. We should just swap jobs because it's just, like, these people just don't understand the role of science. Like, people view science as like, oh, a flower has this many petals, or you know, look at the snail and how it moves. Like, that was our facts that science helped you discover. But science is the method. It's a scientific method. And they go, oh, but people have different, you know, views, and, and I, I bring different things to the table. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole. It's what it tries to account for. Um, I people are too based on the subjective. The people who shit on Trump. I've I've noticed are just as into this subjective reality horse shit. At the end of the day, you know, because like people who talk about this fucking what do you call it this uh multi multiverse shit because somehow this disproves the multiverse on some level. I think I'm not sure, but like the point is like, well, why do you even believe in the multiverse in the first place? And you go, well, you know, oh no, whatever. We're not gonna the multiverse. They were talking about the fucking uh. The idea that we're living in a computer simulation. And it's like, well, there's nothing to indicate that we are. Well, there's nothing to indicate that we aren't. That's the response I get. And it's like, yeah, there's a reason the scientific method starts with observation. So you people don't even remember what it is. It's observation and hypothesis, I think, and then you test it and it's a thesis and then a theory. It's probably missing one. But it, the point is, you observate. What do you observe? Yeah, maybe we're in a, Why don't you just come up with another? Maybe we live in, on, on the tip of a rhino's dick. Who cares? We can't prove it or just prove it. There's no way to know it. Get on with your life. You know, how do you know, how do you know reality is real? These are the things that happen in this conversation about the stupid star thing. It's like, how do you know reality is even real? Like, if you, you, these are questions for a five-year-old to ask God. These aren't questions for an adult to talk about in the, in, the, in the realm of science. You know, you start with what you can see. You know, stop acting like, and don't, there's no time for these questions. You know, cancer still hasn't been cured. You know, I haven't figured out why my asshole itches when I shit. You know, there's still things to figure out that are more important than, like, do we live in a rhino's dick? If we live in a rhino's dick, I'd, I'd, I'd just be swimming in rhino cum. That's the answer.
So I, I mean, am I, am I mad this picture? I'm mad at the fact that people need this picture to know black holes exist. I mean, why can't you just accept mathematics? You know, people, people, because you know, th- this is like you know, clearly shows the event horizon and overlaps the test picture. It's a game you could have photoshopped that. Doesn't mean anything to me. That's the thing. This day and age, a picture should be the last proof you have. You know, I I can I can photoshop a picture of me with the uh, Theresa May, and we're both fucking jerking each other off. Doesn't mean it's real. It would just, just be me violating the privacy of Theresa May. That doesn't mean that you know Theresa May is a sex criminal or a sex deviant. No, but you, would you take that evidence? No, you shouldn't. There's a lot of photoshops out there. If you you photoshop the Gilmore Girls. Uh, porn, you know, they did porn, but you could find porn of them or whatever the hell you want to watch. You know, if them adults, I could Photoshop myself, you know, with the fucking Pope Benedict, and we're both just fucking slapping, high, high-fiving each other, and you know, that's not real. You know, I mean, I'm not friends with Pope Benedict. That guy's a fucking pedophile apologist. I'm not gonna fucking give him a high-five, but if you saw a picture, you'd assume I was. So the point is, you know. Pictures should be your last form of evidence. I don't trust them. But uh, that's the state of the world we live in. People people just want Instagram shit. They want to share shit online. They're fucking animals. Fucking children. I don't This is... I'm sick of it. Um, sick of all these fucking kids just trying to live a bespoke life. Just trying to act like the internet's more than it is. We're all doomed. But you guys are great. You guys are doing great. And, uh... I want to thank you again for listening. Yeah, again, my patrons. Uh, let's give them a shout-out. Diane Cage, Michael Ricardo, Richard Hofstetter, Jason Duberville, Gary Barbera, Ryan LaRock, Kevin Ver- Veronese, no, sorry, Keith Veronese, and Eric Frankel. You guys are great. Uh, you got new stuff, new content coming soon. You might have seen uh, Inst- I did some Instagram green screen uh, stuff. It was kind of a test. But I guess new, new different types of content coming soon. New uh, word probably next week. Hopefully, I'll have some information for you. Uh, so just follow me at Ray Comp or, uh, on Instagram and Twitter, and I'll see you next week. Have a great day.